When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, 907 here, and uh, while the players are striking for all media commitments, the Cronulla Sharks let their game do the talking last night as they made light work of the bottom of the table. West Tigers it was a one-sided start to round 19, which sees the Warriors travel to play the Eels tomorrow evening, looking to secure valuable points to keep moving up this congested middle part of the table. Well, uh, rugby league legend Hugh McGahn joins us this morning. Um, had a, a great history uh, with one club in particular that we wanted to uh, get our heads around as well. Huey, good morning to you. Good morning, Ian. Your Roosters, they're Roosters. Um, they have a week off this week, but a lot of people are asking about where the cohesion is. What is lacking with this side? Well, if I knew, I'd probably be the coach of the team, and it's—I can't really answer. It's—it's—it's it's a, it's a difficult one because. Knowing the coach, uh, Trent Robinson, as well as I do, and uh, some of the players, there's cohesion there, there's, um, there's commitment, um, there's, a, there's a want to, to do well. But for some reason, it's just not clicking on the field. There's some, there's some players and some very well-established players who, who are out of form. Um, James Tedesco being one of them, uh, but being one of the great players uh, over, over his career. No one can really put a finger onto what the the actual problem is. Um, certainly, uh, halves they they lack some quality halves. Uh, Luke Carey um, is an obvious choice. He, he he stands out on his own, but they don't have a, a another playmaker to 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 follow up to um, um, uh, to sit beside him. Um, and there's no one probably with James Tedesco at fullback as that extra link. Uh, and Hooker has also been a problem for them. So their spine just isn't working whatsoever. And, and you can see it in the way that they're playing. They're, they're, they're trying really hard. There's no question about that. But it's just not falling together for them for those reasons. The dropping of young Sam Walker earlier in the season. He's out with injury now. I, I'm sure he will, as soon as he's back ready to play, they'll bring him back into the, into the fold because they're desperately needing a, a, another good halfback. One of the big signings was always going to be Brandon Smith. Uh, was so well publicised that he'd he'd shopped around and he'd made sure that he was going to go to the uh, to the Roosters. Um, and uh, you put him alongside Joey Manu. They just don't seem to be getting the best out of those players. No, no, not at all. I think Joey Manu, his best position at, at the moment is, is either fullback or centre. I don't think he's a, a he's a half. Brandon Smith. Um, uh, I think he, he he liked the idea of moving to Sydney and, and playing with a with a with a good club, and thought it was just all going to come for him. Now I'm a massive fan of that that young man, um, but it's just not working for him. I, I think he's probably casual in his approach to the, to the game at the moment. Um, he's riding a little bit of a high. He's probably got a good uh, pay packet at the moment. Things are looking nice for him, but uh, that won't last long if he continues on the. The line that he is at the moment, he, um, he it's just just not working. We're obviously, waiting for him to get back from suspension, and um, uh, something has to happen very very quickly for him. 
just looking at uh, the comp in general, here we are heading into uh, round 19, so uh, well well past the halfway mark, Huey, and uh, we've got uh, the Panthers, the Sharks, the Broncos uh, up there on 26, but uh, the Roosters sitting uh, well and truly in 13th there outside of the 8th. Uh, but the Warriors are clinging on there. Uh, the TAB, a couple of weeks ago, paid out on um, the Warriors being in the top eight. Just wonder if they have second thoughts about that night and now and how important this weekend is. Uh, yeah, they're probably kicking themselves at, at the moment. Um, but I, I, I tend to agree. I still think that they, they, they will make the eight. Um, they're, they're playing exceptional football um, this year. Um, the coach has done a really good job. Outside of last week, disappointment. And I, I've got to say, that was a, a real disappointment. Um, I was lucky enough the week before that game uh, with my son to go along to, to their trainings and was, was able, I was privileged to go into and look at their, their whole setup, the, their uh, preview before the games, their video sessions, what they were looking at, who, who they're going to target. And walking out of that and going out into the field to, uh, to watch them train, the confidence in that group was just enormous and would have been um, someone who was uh, half dead who would not have put money on them to win that game. The way that they, they prepared for it and the, the feeling within the camp was just so high. And yet we, we saw the first 10, 15 minutes, so I thought they were on, on song with, with, with their, their game, but then it all just fell apart. For whatever reason, I would love to have been in the next meeting afterwards to hear what the coach would have, would have said to them uh, and how the players would have um, adjusted to that and, and spoke to themselves around it. But having said all that, they're, they're, they're still playing really, really well. Their, their um, cohesion is, is, is good. I said, we, if we take last week's game out of, out of the, the picture, um, there is confidence within that group. There's a real belief that you don't see quite often from a Warriors team and, um, and having been as close as I was uh, last week, um, I, I still think that they're on song and rightly or wrongly, um, and I'm, I haven't really been a Warriors fan in the past, but I just like the way what Andrew Webster is doing with this, uh, with this team and how he's handling the, the group. And then the, the coaching setup as well. I was very impressed with the, the, the coaches and uh, what they're doing in the background. Um, so I'm I'm tipping this this week against a, a, an Eels team which are still riding high. They're, they're they're playing well. They they aren't probably as consistent as they should be, but I, I think the, uh, the 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 Warriors will um, will get up this weekend. Uh, it wasn't uh, about this time last year that we were thinking, oh, we really don't care if Sean Johnson plays or not because his impact on the side and the way the team was going um, <clears throat> was nowhere near like it is this year. And so all of a sudden we're getting the relatively positive news I think that he's he's going to be over there uh, against the Eels. Sean Johnson factor this year for you? Um, a major change there's no doubt about that and again I, I listened to him in, in the meetings uh, and just how constructive he was how he assesses the opposition how he's talking to, to his other players um, and it, it more so it's how the other players are listening to him as soon as he, he speaks the eyes are up and they're just looking at him wanting to get the message, okay, what do you want us to do? Where do you want us to go? Um, uh, and it's showing in the way that he's playing. He's, he's playing confident. Yes, there's a couple of kicks that, that are, uh, are too heavy and they go dead in goal or they come off the side of the, the, his foot. Uh, but I, I think he's probably 90% better than what he was uh, last year. And um, he's a big factor as to why the Warriors are going as well as they, they are. Uh, but there's a real buy-in with, within the group. 
uh, but I put a lot of that down to, to the to the coaching setup and and just how that they're not overstated. They're not making uh, grand statements about what they're going to achieve this year, how they're going to do it, and whatever. It's it's all very low key, but there is belief within within that group, and um, and you can certainly see it with Sean. Well, if you can see it, and Sean, what what do you see in Tohu Harris at the moment? He is just so understated. Um, he he brings so much. It's just he's one of those players. There's a player I used to play with, Mark Graham. Now you probably remember Mark Graham. He is just exactly like Mark. That once he's on the field, you feel safe or you feel better. You feel more confident because he's on the field. Tohu brings the same thing to to, to whatever team he plays in. Um, he he's not an overly stated person, but when he speaks, people listen. And um, uh, he, he's not firing brimstone with the way he plays the game, but he makes yardage, he makes tackles, uh, he cleans up a lot of the mess that we don't normally see. He's just one of those those players who works very very hard in the background. Um, uh, the, the the team won't go very far without Tuhu Harris um, in the starting side. We're looking at um, also uh, the Tigers are, are in trouble, but uh, so too are the Dragons. And, and just for instance, we'll, we'll take a look at Ben Hunt. since he wants out because of a list of broken promises. Um, contracts these days. What about the contracts these days? It, it, it appears that, that they don't mean a hell of a lot at times. They may as well be wrapped up into a Weepix packet and put some put some milk or something in it because it, it's just a waste of time with the way that agents are allowed to manipulate um, contracts. And we've seen it over years with the, the English football that when one player is very disgruntled with a team, he will just kick stones, he will upset the momentum or the culture within a club, and the clubs just get rid of their players straight away. And agents know this, and so they tell their players what they need to be doing um, to to get out of a, a, a club. It's the last thing that you want is a player who doesn't want to be there, um, who's disgruntled with, with whatever and is doing the best he can to get out of the club. I don't think it's got to that stage yet within rugby league, but it's, it's certainly heading that way with the way that players are just, if they want to move, they'll ask for a move. If they don't, they, it gets ratty. And somehow, some way, shape or form, the agent finds a way to get that into the media um, in whatever story he wants to, to write or to push to get people talking about him leaving the club. He's once out. Um, he's not happy with this. He wanted to, He wanted this coach. He, now that that coach is gone, there's always a story that comes out and it's very much manipulated by a lot of the agents that, uh, that are working within the group. I think we're seeing that very much behind the scenes as well in this media boycott. The Rugby League Players Association wanting full autonomy around managing its own funds. Uh, where is uh, where and when is this going to end? And uh, uh, I, being in the media, I kind of think it's just a little bit petty and pathetic. Well, you know, I, there's nothing else that they, they can do. Um, I, I don't think that they've proven to anyone that they have the capability to to run their own show on their own to look after their own funds. There there isn't enough business acumen. Uh, among the players, there's, there's some very good players who who are doing the probably the, what they think is the right thing for the players themselves in general. But if they want to run and manage all of that, there's not. I don't think there's enough acumen on that executive board that would um, that would be able to do it. The, the CEO of the Players Association 
uh, wouldn't be able to, to do it on his own. They, they don't have departments where they're able to manage those sorts of things. You know, that, that's, that's a lot of money that they're looking to, to manage and to control. Um, I, I think that's fraught with danger if, if the players tend to go down that track. And then to alienate your major sponsors or your major broadcaster um, who, who are paying nearly 80% of the money that goes into the game, mm. um, to get them offside, it's, I won't say it's petty, but I don't think it's the right thing to do because they're not going to win. Whatever happens, the media will write what they want to write. Whether it be right or wrong, they will write it and they'll sway it the way that they want it to sway it. Um, but when you look at the face of it, the only one who gets heard out of, out of all this uh, are the fans because they want to listen to the players. They want to hear what's going on. They want to know how they're feeling after the game or how they won the game. Um, they, they like to feel the emotion of a player when they, um, uh, after the game and they get a, a little bit of insight. Uh, they like to see the joy in the face or the disappointment. You know, fans love to see that. Now, they've been deprived of that. For how long? I don't know. Who, who, the, the league will last as long as it needs to last. I don't know if the players can last this out for week on week, on month on month to the end of the season where they're going to refuse to talk to the media. It's ridiculous. Yeah, totally agree. Huey, this far out, can you pick a grand final for us at, at this stage? Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought at the start of the season, the way that they were going, that uh, it, the, the Panthers may have seen their time. But I, I, of late, uh, and without um, Cleary as well, Nathan Cleary, they're really starting to, to, to come on song now. I, I, I like what I see with the, with, with the Panthers. Um, the Broncos have yet to prove that they can continue on their, their good run. They had this last year. Uh, they fell into a little bit of a hole come the end of the season. I think they have the capability of, of doing it. Um, and I still like the Sharks. Understated. Um, they just get on and just do their, their job. I, uh, out of those three are the ones that I, I probably see in the final. Of the two, Picking a two, I couldn't out of those three. Huey McGowan, always great to catch up with you. Thanks for those thoughts too, especially around the, the political area. They're very, very, very interesting indeed. Uh, have a terrific, um, have a terrific weekend, Hugh, and uh, let's hope the Warriors turn it round, eh? Thank you very much, Ian.